deep in the backwoods of America. We have climbed the highest mountains, searched the densest forest, dragged the swamps, and scoured the prairies to find our leader, retired U.S. Marine gunny, Bud Cornwell. Welcome back, Patriots, on the Patriot Cause. I have an unbelievable, amazing Patriot of America. He has given his life and his dedication to America, which most of us don't even have a clue. And what this man has done is, in my mind, could be stacked up with the patriots that started this country. Colonel John Mills. He is a U.S. Army retired colonel and former director of cybersecurity policy, strategy, and international affairs. Office of the Secretary of Defense. He's been in what we would call the Washington Swamp. He is a national security profession with services in five areas. The Cold War, for those of us that are older than dirt, peace divided, war on terror, World in Chaos, and now the Great Power Shutdown and the fight to save our republic. And this is what we all know. Republic means a specific, heartfelt understanding of the Constitution. We're trying to save our republic. We're not trying to save democracy. And John Mills is doing this to save our republic. 35 plus years as a colonel and a senior civilian in the swamp, as I call it. He has also posted articles for the Epic Times. And those of you that follow me, this is the number one place I go to get my news. Unfortunately, we have to rely on other outside of the main street media to get the, the actual thing that's going on in America. His latest book is called the War on the Deep State. And this is a unbelievable description of what is happening in America. We all know about the deep state, but how do we defend ourselves? What do we do? The poison and corruption of the deep state is not even strictly an American problem. Thank you, Colonel Mills. I've been saying this for years. 
the poison of the deep state corruption is a global one. But America has become ground zero. How could it not, with a immersed global influence and political sway? If you were plotting a global utopianism, would you not target the world's largest superpower, which just so happens to be a place of democracy, liberty, and freedom at the center of our values? Thank you so much, Colonel Mills, for joining Patriot Cause. Oh, thank you, Gunny. It's an honor to be on the show with you. Thank you so much. So what I, what I want to start off with is this. A lot of us veterans, have, you know, we have fought in different wars, been to different places. And I didn't realize it until a certain point that I was being controlled as a veteran to support a specific political process or political realm of the United States. Matter of fact, it's probably happened the whole career that I was in the Marine Corps. And this is a shock to a lot of veterans. When we start realizing that, you know, it's it's just warmongering. It's not supporting the Constitution. It's it's just not doing things that are necessary in our minds to protect the defense of America. And it's it's very hard for us to deal with that. You've been there uh, on the Capitol Hill and seen what is going on. So. How do we deal with this, not past, but also present, of supporting these political ideology people of our government? It's the best way to say it, right? Right, right. I, I would say the beginning point, so... Uh, War Against the Deep State is coming out on the, uh, October 2nd. You can pre-order it now, WarAgainstTheDeepState.com, which it it's goes straight to Amazon. Um, book one was The Nation Will Follow. And that's it was my time when I was in, in government realizing that I had call, friends and colleagues spying on candidate Trump and then President Trump, me fighting with them, me fingering, to the, fingering them to the Durham investigation. We did actually get Charles McGonigal, who's been indicted. Now, that was always portrayed as being separate from the Durham investigation. That's a bunch of hooey. Um, that, was a, that was a negotiating uh, point between Durham and Garland to get the report out. Hey, you got to rip this thing out. You can't, we can't put uh, McGonagall inside the Durham investigation. I'll make you guys look effective. So, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Well, Durham says, okay, fine. Pull them out. Keep, treat them as a separate prosecution. Come on. That was because McGonagall was the guy who was feeding us all this nonsense of Russia, Russia, Russia. 
Trump, Trump, Trump in early 2016 when I'm in high level classified meetings and they're going, yeah, yeah, this, these Russians, they're talking and Trump and it's going, well, well, you know, I'm a sworn civilian and okay, I mean, I'm going to do, I'm going to uphold my, my, my oath of office and uh, to the constitution. If, if Trump is a Russian asset, I want to know, but me fighting with them, fingering them. And we got five more criminal referrals out of the actual Durham report, uh, three of which sure sound like what I uh, had uh, helped feed, uh, feed the Durham investigation. But the answer to your question is, and it's covered in book one, but also book two, it's reinforced. It's the answer is for most of us, we have to spend most of our energy fighting it out in the county right where we live because the deep state at the national international level is is based on dirty counties. The American constitutional system is based on the roughly 3,300 or so county and county equivalent. Some places call them different. Um, um, I mean, Louisiana, you call them uh, parishes. In Alaska, I think you call them uh, uh, districts or something like that. It's, but, but again, those are county equivalents. Uh, it's based on dirty counties. Um, and that's where it all starts. Now, if you want to really have an effect at the national level, pat yourself on the back, crashing the market capitalization of Disney, of Target, of Kohl's, of Bud Light. You've done a great job of Patriots. Keep it up and let's ramp it up. And hey, I, I, I love D Disney, at least what it used to be. We're Disney shareholders. I've lost uh, money, but that doesn't matter. I don't care. If we need to run Disney out of business, we'll run Disney out of business until they get it or they die. So, so that's where you can, at the national level, you want to pat yourselves on the back, you know, limit your spend at these cut these woke companies. Sometimes everybody goes, I'm not go to Turkey, don't don't spend anything. Well, sometimes that's not realistic. You know, if you happen to live in a place where you don't have anything else and you got a target down the block, maybe you have to go and get toothpaste occasionally at Target. Okay, come on. But anytime you can minimize spend, minimize spend at these places, and you're doing a great job. But really, the highest priority, besides crashing their market capitalization, yep. is you've got to get involved in your seven centers of gravity that are common to all 3,300 county county equivalents. And that's your, that's your election board. That's your school board. That's your county council, city council. That's your registrar, the person like in Arizona, they're called recorders, um, uh, your sheriffs, judges and prosecutors. You've got to figure out one of those seven. Figure, start with the one you know the best. Yep. Number eight. Get, num yep. Number eight. Listen, what I'm telling you is the people you associate with. Hmm? Right. I that's mean, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yep. You, you got to. Talk to these people and say, hey, stand up, do something, stop, you know, just going out to the, the voting centers and vote. Be involved in your county, you know, go to the sheriff's office uh, when you have all these issues associated with immigrants or whatever it is, so that you are involved in your community. Go ahead, sir. That's right. And and you do not give giving a homework assignment to anybody, but you do have to read your state laws. And this is where a lot of people are deterred from getting involved at their local level because they go, 
you know, so, you know so you gotta get smart on your state laws. You gotta you gotta know your election code for your state. And people go, oh, I can't, I can't do that. I need a lawyer. No, you don't. Don't ever get in a lawyer involved. A lawyer, 99.8% of the work is you. You bring yeah. a lawyer in when you have you have the, the target squarely in the sight picture. All you need to do, you have to do all of the work. And then when you have the target, but you need to know who did what wrong in accordance with exactly what law or regulation. And don't say, I know my county registrar is corrupt. Right. Uh, a prosecutor can't do any, a sheriff can't do anything with a feeling. Okay. You have to have. You have to have precision. Who did what wrong in Man. accordance with the state law? And Absolutely. people, most people, they get deterred and they go, I can't do that. I need a lawyer. No, a lawyer will mess it up most of the time. They, you need a lawyer for the last five millimeters of the whole operation. Okay. <laughs> so citizens, American citizens, this is your country. This is your government. You got to get involved. That's yep. that's the down, that's the downside. Is everybody wants everybody wants an easy button to push. There is no easy button, buddy. In our in our small L, small D, small R, we are a liberal democratic republic. Okay, yep. it's us. It's not the lawyers. It's not big government. It's not the cavalry riding in. It's us. So. If you, if you believe in your in, in our incredible constitutional republic, you got to spend some time. And it could take some time, but please don't get deterred because people get deterred. They go, I mean, I have to read the state election code. Yes, you do. And and guess what? You'll, a lot of people who are lawyers and self-declared experts on these matters, you start showing up to these county council meetings and you're able to cite the state code on things, you're going to get people's attention. Because a lot of these county and state politicians, they may even be good, they might even be clean, but they're going, oh my, oh my goodness, uh, this citizen's actually taking the time to actually read the state code. I, I don't even remember what the state code says. I better, I don't even know what he's talking about. I better, they're going to say, uh, we need five minute recess. And they rush back to the back room so they can quickly look up because you're going to impress them that you took the time to actually, you're actually make, able to make a reasonable citation. I've caught lawyers many times who will try to do, it's like, just like Bible scripture here. You got to be really careful here because people say, I know what Bible scripture, people say, I Yep. I know what I know what that regulation says, and I I said the, as soon as anybody says I know what the regulation says, I I get guess what we're going to read it right now right here together, Absolutely. and guess what happened? You know, Gunny, you know what happens in these situations. So think about this: is it's very simple. People think this is complicated, but it's not. Is is this if if your sheep and you have a shepherd, right? And we're all going to wherever we're going. And then you have one of these sheep going, this doesn't make sense. And they leave the flock. They go outside of this normal environment and going, this doesn't make sense. What we need is more of those sheep to leave the environment that the media and, and the people 
that are evil in this country, the tyrants that are, are controlling not only America, but the world in general, uh, to leave that flock and stand up and say, I'm not going to follow anymore. That's how simple that is. And I got that idea when you're talking about your book that, but America has become ground zero, right? There, there is no utopia on, on this planet. And many of us, over the years, whatever time, there's a certain time frame where you realize that, that we have to leave the sheep and do the things that are necessary, exactly what happened with our forefathers in this country. They refused to be sheep of England. Mm -hmm. And and they decided, all right, enough is enough. Where are we at today when enough is enough? That's really what the question is. I think we're getting better at it, but we're not there yet. Does it make yeah, sense? We, we, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and uh, I, I, when I get involved in election matters, and I think I, I, I do not get involved as a Republican or a Democrat or even an independent. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, I, uh, you know, in Virginia, you kind of, for some uh, some matters, you do have to kind of uh, announce a, a political alignment. Like if you're yeah. a, 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 an election officer, those are the ones in Virginia that work behind the counter counting the votes. Most of them, 90% of them, are essentially deputized uh, civilians for the uh, immediate election. We have an election. We don't have an election day in Virginia. We have an election season. Don't like it. It's the law. You got to suck it up and, and, and figure out how to change that. But uh, um, you got to, you got to get involved. You got to, you got to learn, read these things. But um, even in a clean County, uh, you'll get, you'll get immediate respect from everybody. When you can properly don't come in saying, I know somebody's cheating. Uh, a, a prosecutor can't do anything with that. They can't do anything with that. Even if they're a clean and trusted prosecutor, they'll say, give me the predicate of the case. That means who did what wrong in accordance with the law. A sheriff can't, a, a constitutional sheriff. They can't do anything with, I know somebody's dirty. Uh, the sheriff's going to say, okay, I need more than that. I can't do anything with that. And, you know, and people get frustrated. Oh, that sheriff won't do anything. Uh, come on, come on. We got to do a little more than just make these these assertions. You, yeah, uh, in our system, you do have to have some facts. You just can't make assertions. You do have to have some facts. You, you bring some facts and you're going to get some pe people's attention. But right now, the whole country is swinging on the, the fate of uh, Maricopa, Arizona, Fulton, Georgia, and the absolute, absolute. Uh, absolute chaos in Philadelphia. Yep. And yeah, we have a we have a bunch of do nothings. We have a bunch of rhinos. Guys, we got to win anyway. Okay, so stop stop complaining. I don't have a nanosecond of energy. Everybody everybody likes to get together in these groups and complain about what the blue team is doing to us. I don't do that at I don't do that no, at all. I don't absolutely I don't have, not. No, I don't have a nanosecond of no. time 
Because people say, don't you want to know what they're doing to us? I said, I, I, I don't even like talking less. about them. I don't even I like talking about I couldn't even care less. All I want to talk about is action, action, action. action, action. As Brother Do Steve likes to say. Something. That's yes. all I want to talk about. I couldn't care less about it. Everybody gets, I'll go to these meetings. People are, oh, we haven't talked about everything they're doing. I couldn't. That's a waste of time. It's a Drake coefficient. What are we going to do? And and unfortunately, that's what tires a lot of people out. They go to these groups and it's nothing but a bunch of complaints, complaint sessions. And I, I know I got it. We're, we're tired. We're worn out. You know, they're they're pulling all these tricks. And then, you know, I said, and people will just bellow on social media and I'm just going to cheat anyway. Guys, if you want to lose, just keep acting like that because I don't have any time. For Absolutely. Yeah. You know, put down your, I tell everybody, put down your bowl of loudmouth soup, stop bellowing on social media, do something, get involved and, and just, just nothing's going to happen. Well, that's a surefire. Is that what Churchill said? Is that what Churchill said in, in 1940? Uh, nope. Did Churchill said nothing's going to happen. No, he never once said that. that. Despite loss after loss after loss, Churchill figured it out. What about the American Revolution? Loss after loss after loss. Okay. And, you know, people forget, people think, oh, yeah, yeah, everybody was for the American Revolution. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Oh, you, it's like, this is like Special Operations you know, Rule two, 101 two here. Two thirds had nothing to do with it. I'd say even you know, 3% fought, 10% provided support. Most right. people, this is special as you, as you diagram the battlefield, as you understand the, the human terrain and special operations, most people are fence sitters they're not going to do anything they're just going to sit on the they're going to kind of wait and Leave see me which alone. Way things go. don't want to have nothing to do with that yeah you know they're, and they're going to go this is like afghanistan you know most people are just uh, this is okay 200 years the, the british came and went the russians came and went here are the americans you know but it's sinful human nature most most people are just going to absolutely and, and then they're going to say once once the revolution was won they're going to say yeah we were with it from the beginning no they weren't I don't worry about that. I don't worry about that. I just say American Revolution, 3% were fighters, 10% were pride and support, mostly pastors leading their flocks. And uh, and we won anyway. So so uh, so try to be part. I think we're a lot more than 13%. Um, so let's let's start acting like it. So, Colonel, let's do this real quickly. Is uh how does our listeners contact you? I mean, we're going to get your book. I guarantee you. Uh, once I promote this book, it's going to be amazing. But is there social media that you're on? I know you're on LinkedIn. I think you're on Facebook. How can they engage and continue this this discussion? with you on social media. Oh, thank you, Gunny. So it's Colonel Rhett John, Colonel R-E-T John, Substack, Getter, and Truth. Those are the yeah, primary. I, I just joined your Getter today. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to continuing our discussion. You came down to this southern town last summer 
just show the folks a brand new way of life But all you've shown the folks around here is trouble And you've only added misery to their strife Your concern is not to help the people And I'll say again, no, it's been often said Your concern is just to bring discomfort, my friend And your policy is just a little red Now ain't I right? Ain't you right? Ain't you right? It matters not to you how people suffer And should they you consider that a gain You bring a lot of trouble to the town and then you leave That's part of your communistic game I detect a little communism I can see it in the things you do Communism, socialism, call it what you like There's very little difference in the two Now ain't I right? Ain't you right? Your followers sometimes have been a bearded, bathless bunch There's even been a minister or two A priest, a nun, a rabbi, and an educated man Have listened and been taken in by you All the country's full of two-faced politicians Who encourage you with words that go like this Burn your draft card if you like, it's good to disagree That's a get acquainted communistic kiss Now ain't I right? Ain't you right? Ain't you right? One politician said it would be nice to send some blood And help the enemy in Vietnam That's what he says, here's what I say Let's just keep the blood Instead let's send that politician man Let's rid the country of the politicians Who coddle tramps that march out in our street Protesting those who want to fight for freedom, my friend This kind of leader makes our country weak Now ain't I right? Ain't you right? Ain't you right? Let's look and find the strong and able leaders It's time we found just how our neighbors stand If we're to win this war with communism Let's fight it here as well as Vietnam Let's rise as one and meet our obligations So communistic boots will never trod Across the fields of freedom that were given to us With the blessing of our great almighty God Across the fields of freedom that were given to us With the blessing of our great Here's how I look at the world. I grew up in a very poor environment in Louisiana. And nature was my background, my playground, where I went. I wasn't involved in any of this electronics, technology, any of that stuff. And what I'm seeing in in my mind, other than my grandchildren, which are growing up like I did, believe it or not. Uh, I'm seeing people so engaged in this electronic world, they don't even know what the truth is anymore. They they have a idea of what the world is, but it's because 
of what the world is putting in their mind instead of using their heart, their God-giving soul uh, to be happy. And this is a, a huge part of this. So how do we correct this? And what you're doing is part of that process is actual physical contact with people. This is the solution. It's it's not, you know, sending emails to your legislators or it's actually getting off your ass from the couch, stop eating the bonbons and go out and actually do something and make that connection, physical connection that we were designed to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <sighs> In 2019, you know, hey, I've, I've worked at the White House. I've been on the National Security Council. I've been in the, you know, the E-ring of the Pentagon. I thought I knew everything. And it was 2019, uh, I realized I didn't understand the election process in America. And yes, there was, in, in, my, in my district, uh, I think it's, uh, we've been redistricted several times, so it's a little <clears> hard <throat> to keep up every with everything. But it's it, it 31st <laughs> district uh, for the, for the, uh, uh, House of Delegates in Virginia, uh, a, deep, a, a wonderful, wonderful can Republican candidate, black conservative, great guy, absolutely incredible. Uh, he's now in the Yunkin administration, but I, I told him, DJ, I'm going to fight like hell for you, but something stinks in our voting system here. Something has happened. Something has happened. So DJ, I'm going to fight like hell for you. Well, DJ pulled down more votes than any Republican had ever pulled down mm. before and he still lost by six percent what i mean this is like what okay he got more votes i mean huge amount more than the previous republicans had ever and this had been a republican thing now we had lost the previous uh we this was now was already a, a blue seat that had already turned blue but we thought we could get it back here and he pulled back way more than Scott Lingenfelter, who was a great guy. Everybody loves Scott. Scott had gotten shellacked in the in the 2017 election. In the 2019 election, I said, uh, DJ, DJ, I'm going to fight like hell for you. Something's wrong. And when, when, when DJ lost, I go, after pulling in a huge amount of votes, more, more votes than any Republican had ever gotten and still lost. And so I really said, I, I have got to understand the election process uh, in Virginia. And, you know, so I, I really I really started digging and digging and learning. So you've got to get off the couch and go to these things, because this is what I said for years. I assumed somebody else was taking care of the election process. Yes. And, and guess what? Somebody else was taking care of the election process. This wasn't and, us. And it's. And it, because it was people like me who was, I was putting God, family, and country, which are the right Absolutely. order of things. Absolutely. But, but Romans 13, you've got to get involved in government. You've got to yes. get involved in governance. So this was, I, I realized, holy smokes, you know, they, they, uh, they stole Virginia from us because too many of us were just too busy, too busy. And, and so we went from a deep red county, one of, one of the leading conservative counties in the nation, to all of a sudden we're blue. And it was because we just, they methodically, now, now we, the rest of the story, 
2008 uh, Turned Virginia Blue project started by uh, Steve McClure, uh, no relation to Doug McClure, the B, B actor from the 60s and 70s, but Steve McClure, a known communist who is working on his PhD at both George Mason University next door Fairfax and Wuhan? Wuhan University? Boy, does this, does this make any sense? So this this was the guy who started the Turn Virginia Blue project, and they just ran circles around the red team. And I'm not being political at all. That's why I, I do I do I never identify myself when I'm working on in these these. I am absolutely independent. I, a, a better term is nonpartisan on any of these matters. I just I just raked my election board over the coals last week. And uh, I didn't come up and say, I'm John Mills and I'm working for the Republican Party because I'm not. I'm not. I'm John Mills, private citizen. And I have a number of beefs. And I asked the entire election board, which is Republican controlled now. I asked I, I, I this is this is my uh, I call for all of their resignation because they, they were uh, 24.2, 106 through 109. They are not proactively carrying out their role as an election board. They are to be giving precise, specific guidance to the registrar, measuring the registrar, holding the registrar accountable. But instead, they do what most election boards do across the country. They sit there. They're a bunch of, and excuse the expression, they're a bunch of old guys who just want to get their pictures on some website. They don't do anything. And the registrar, a hard left uh, wacko, runs circles around them. And, and the Republicans are going, good job. Okay, those days are over. So, you know, so that was, I've already twice called for their resignation, but uh, I forced them to have a meeting. And then I publicly called for their resignation. And I'm going to force them out. I've, I have a pretty good track record of forcing people out of office. And they're in my sights. And now they're going to either do what they're supposed to do or they're, they're going to find another job. And awesome. uh, so that's you, you've got to take control and, and again, speak with authority. These people are not your enemy, but they're not your friend either. They're a government official that are to be held accountable to the standards and the laws and the regulations. People blow it because a lot of times they come in as just flame throwing fire eaters and making all these crazy accusations or hating on them or even worse, making threats. Okay. You can, you can, you can be assertive without making a threat yeah. or they become controlled opposition. And next thing you know, they're going, I'm working with that registrar to help out. Well, then if you're working with that registrar, you're now controlled opposition and essentially the lapdog of this registrar. Now, come on. You, you, you gotta, there's left and right limits here. Go in the middle. You're holding an official accountable. That's what we're doing. I'm, I don't hate them, but they're not my friends either. Simple as that. This is not a hard concept, people. No, it's, it's not. And when somebody asks me, you know, what political world you live in, I have a very simple answer. I am an American patriot. I believe in the Constitution. I don't believe in any parties or whatever. I, I understand the struggles and our history with these parties that are going on. And if enough of us can answer, or not necessarily answer, but ask questions to these people that are doing this, why, why are you doing this? I think we can come to a understanding. Because if you ask somebody 
to stand up for what they're doing and they don't believe in it, more than likely they're going to say, because I'm being told to do this. Okay, so you're being told to do it. Do you agree with it? Most of them say no. It's just I'm being guided like a sheep going through there. And Steve and I talked about this. And he talks about the, you know, the precinct strategy and and doing all and this is the difference between patriots of America. Doesn't matter what politics you have. The difference is is we're trying to get people to not recognize themselves in this voting process, but to recognize America and the Constitution first. When you do that, then you're going to do the right thing, even though you're being subjective to a, a party that is trying to cause you to cheat and uh, do things that, that is outside of your normal nature as a human being. This is what I think is the, the, the big issue, especially in Arizona is you had many people that stood up and understood that, but through the electronic system, uh, this is the results that ended up. But I think millions of people in Arizona realize that. I, I've got to get off of this, you know, sheep mentality and become an American patriot in support of our country. And they were stripped of their ability to do that. The, this just how I, I, I take it. It doesn't make any sense if we're using a system uh, where anyone or everyone that has any kind of political control can change a vote. I don't care who who you are, where you come from. This is tyranny at the greatest. If you can't vote and your vote is not counted and or being covered up with another five or six that don't, don't even exist, then where are we going with this country? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely, Gunny. And we gotta we gotta learn to set aside our differences on our side of the ledger. I mean, Maricopa, there's uh, and I, I, you know, I, lo I love Steve Stern and Dan Schultz, and we're we're, we're working together. And uh, but I mean, in Maricopa, there's a lot of divisiveness. Okay, I know people are tired. I know people are worn out. Uh, but this divisiveness, we gotta we gotta figure out some way because the whole nation is depending upon Maricopa, Fulton, and Philadelphia. Now, yes. I got some. I, I Fulton, I just don't understand what's going on there. Maricopa, I have a better idea. Philadelphia, I have a better idea. Um, and I think you know, and even you know, people say, "Oh, there's nothing we can do about Philadelphia." Yeah, you got to be creative. Got to be creative. And I, I think there's an interesting phenomenon that's occurring in Philadelphia. Actually, several. 
One is you've got the Kensington, uh, you've got the fentanyl zombies in, in, in uh, Kensington district of Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a great, beautiful city. It's turned into an absolute Mogadishu mess uh, uh, because of the, and I will get partisan here because of the blue team, but fentanyl is 100% from China. But a little yes. thing is occurring that I don't think people, and I, I've been studying this, I'm going, I think this might be an opportunity is Philly shipbuilding, the Maritime Administration, an obscure part of the U.S. government that everybody assumes immediately, oh, that's Department of Defense. No, it isn't. That's Department of Transportation. They have a role, a constitutional role and charter at Maritime Administration. And this actually started under the Trump administration, but it's carrying on under the Biden team. Uh, they wanted seven new training ships so we can we can reestablish a cadre of trained mariners in our country. So they needed seven training ships, and finally they just they tried to work with Navy, Na Naval System, uh, Naval Sea Systems Command, Naval Systems Command, and they just weren't getting anywhere. And finally, Maritime Administration was has unique uh, uh, charter, has unique authorities and exemptions from uh, other laws. Said, you know what? Working with Navy is just too hard. We're going to go to Philly shipbuilding, <laughs> and an un an unheard thing happened. They've already delivered the first ship unbelievably on time on budget it's getting almost zero airplay why because navy big navy couldn't care less about it in fact the navies and you know all the senior admirals and our senior executives are all under the uh, the cancer of wokeism and and you know color revolution silliness um, but they don't want anything to do with this they're, they're the shipbuilding program in the navy is an absolute abject mess and uh, and they so they don't want they don't want anybody to even know about this story. And maritime administration just said, you know what, we're going to do it ourselves. We don't have to follow these other rules. We're just going to go straight to Philly. And they did it. And they got six more coming along, doing just fine. My thought is, you know what, we need to go straight to that labor union at the shipyard who's doing a great job. And we those most of those folks, I know their leadership might be corrupt and blue. I don't know. And maybe that's unfair for me to even say that. But the line worker, where do you think they stand? Do you think they're mega or do you think they're 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 leaning toward the blue team? Of course they're not. not def definitely not blue. <laughs> they are definitely. You know what? And just like the UAW just went on strike, UAW is learning a hard lesson here. Uh, and I'm I'm about to buy my first non Toyota and non Honda in in twenty plus years. I'm about, about damn to buy time. It. <laughs> it's about it's time. Like, Amer Americans make great cars. They're called Hondas and Toyotas. But I'm about to buy a Dodge Ram because the Tundra just can't get their act together for what one reason. And I'm going to go with the best set. The the Dodge Ram is killing it. So, <clears throat> but the UAW is learning a hard lesson because they're learning because of this cult of the electric vehicle, which is a globalist canard. Um, they're learning, especially <laughs> the Ford and GM workers, not as much the the Chrysler workers, but Ford and GM management bought into this absolute lie of the electric electric vehicles. They lost and they're taking tons, millions and millions, billions of dollars. And, and the, the UAW, UAW is losing jobs left and right. And you know yep. what? We need to go after those UAW. Mega, the Mega and the UAW is one and the same. So that's and then going to Philadelphia, the Philly shipbuilding and Mega, one and the same. We need to see we need to leverage an opportunity when we see it, because a lot of a lot of people on our side will go, well, there those unions are, are you know, they're blue aligned, you know, guys. 
you need to see an, you need to understand an opportunity when it's right in front of you. God is giving us a plan here. <laughs> let's wake up, let's wake up and leverage it. So you want to get Philadelphia and flip Philadelphia. Uh, you got you got a huge starting point. One of the best paid, best workforces in Philadelphia is Philly Shipbuilding. They are yep. mega. You get them. You'll get Philadelphia. You get Philadelphia. You'll get the state. Next question. Absolutely. 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 The, the thing about it is uh, the way I look at it is America is not over. We we deal with a lot of stuff. And, you know, the globalists are using us because of our freedom and all the things that we're used to for, you know, centuries. As an, an example of their utopia, we can replicate, in my mind, but it can only be done by controlling, by having these elite people uh, that tells us what is best for us. But what is best for any human being on this planet is full freedom of the God-given rights that he presented to us. We have to make our lives, whether it's bad or good, whether we are, are sitting in a uh, executive chair in a big corporation making millions of dollars, or we're sitting in a tent in Los Angeles as a homeless person many people don't understand that we have free will of our lives the difference is is when a government takes that from you and asks billions of people in china and i have firsthand experience of this with a uh, person that i met in arkansas that is a professor teaching Chinese and English language in the University of Arkansas. She grew up in China. She told me all about her life and what was going on. And I'm going, why are you in America? Because I had no freedom. I had no ability to determine my life. They told me or subjected me into what I was going to do because I was a smart person. But until I came to America and I went to Purdue University and these different places to, to gain this college knowledge, she had no understanding that your life is determined by you. Her husband and her son is still in China. They will not come to the United States. But this is a great example that we're talking about. When you have a person that has not grown up in America that sees what freedom and free will is, how in the world can we subject ourselves to globalists? And that's what we're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely, Gunny. And, and, I want us to embrace immigrants that are coming here uh, yes, legal, legal and illegal because 
it, it, especially in my county in Virginia, uh, we got a lot of West Africans. And here's what I'm seeing. These West Africans came here. Most of them came here legally. They came to America because of the American ideal. Yes. They know America better than most legacy Americans. They didn't come here so they could be have their children taught the cult of transgenderism in school. They didn't come here because they wanted to come to a communist country. They came here for the American ideal. They know America better than most legacy Americans know America. And you know what? I tell you, this is it's exhilarating. It's refreshing because they, they came here because they wanted America. They didn't want this absolute mess that some this this crazy these crazies are trying to push on us so embrace them e- even if they're here illegally here now in church do we have some people who are maybe not here legally don't know don't care don't care that's not that's that's not that's not we don't talk about things like that we do talk about the bible respects borders Bi- bible respects laws bible respects national sovereignty but yep. again most of those Americans, most of those people who came here, even illegally, they came here because of the American ideal. Now, are there crazies? Do we have terrorists coming across the border? You bet we do. Uh, do we do we have Chinese paramilitaries coming across the border? You bet we do. But most came here for the right reasons. Uh, maybe they didn't come here legally, but ladies and gentlemen, learn to leverage an opportunity because a lot of them. They don't want to be with any of these crazies teaching all this absolute filth to our children in school. They go, what's going, John? What is going on? I said, you guys understand America. You understand it better than most Americans that already live here or lived here for generations. God bless you and thank you. And I'm not going to disappoint them and let them down because I'm not going to let a bunch of crazies. It's not a bunch. It's a minority of crazies try to push their view views on utopia, which is really totalitarianism. You shut up, you sit down, you get vaccinated, you do what you're told. No, that's not America. And we, we, you know, we need to stand up against that. So, but, but also embrace the, uh, embrace the, and I, I think there can be some positive attributes to diversity. So embrace that and, uh, and, and partner with them. Cause that's going to be part of the recipe for victory is, uh, is uh, we got to get everybody who's on our side, and you know this is this is this is conflict one hundred and one here. And I know it sounds kind of funny, but the majority of them are on our side. They're they're coming from Mexico and Guatemala and places where there are you know gangs, and yeah, we get gang members. I get that, but I, I don't believe what these people are talking about. The majority of these people being you know, gang members filtering across. No, a gang member is not going to leave their community if they have control of what's going on. It's just the way it is. But anyway, I, I get it. Uh, my mom came to America from Germany in the 60s. And she never taught us German. And I always ask her why. She says, because you need to be American. And that's how simple it is. Uh, Colonel, thank you so much for joining the Patriot Cause <laughs> way over time, but that's okay. Uh, thank you again. 
I'd love to have you back and we can discuss more things. Please look up and go get his book on the war of the deep state. We all understand it, but we need to further ingrain our knowledge and to understand how people that have been there in the the what I would call the swamp environment to tell us what is actually happening. Just can't use media to say, you know, we're we're at a war with the deep state. Who the hell is the deep state? You don't have a clue unless you have people that have been in the environment of what is called the deep state. So thank you, Colonel. Uh, we'll get you back on the show. And I'm going to put all your links in the different places that they can reach you, including Amazon to buy your book. And we'll see you next time on the Patriot Cause. Thank you, Gunny. It's been an honor. Yes, www war against the deep state. Learn all about the creation of the mass surveillance state. You can thank me. I was one of the pe people who helped develop it, but it was supposed to be focused on the external threat. It's been weaponized. Yeah. But learn about the fourth, fifth, and sixth branches of the government and how we take them down. Thank you, sir. Have a great evening. Let's stay in touch. You see got you it, back. Gunny. You got it. Thank you, Gunny. Wish the buck was still silver And it was back when the country was strong Back before Elvis, before the Vietnam War came along Before the Beatles and yesterday when a man could still work and still would It's the best of the free life behind us now The good time's really over for good I wish Coke was still cola And a joint was a bad place to be It was back before Nixon lied to us all on TV. Before microwave ovens, when a girl could still cook and still would. It's the best of the free life behind us now. The good times really over for good I'll be rolling down a hill like a snowball headed for hell but no kind of 
chance for the flag or the liberty bell I wish a Ford and a Chevy would still last ten years like they should The best of the free life behind us now The good time's really over for good Stop rolling downhill like a snowball headed for hell Thank you, Will. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty bell Let's make a Ford and a ship that would still last ten years like the should The best of the free life is still yet to come The good times ain't over for good